0: Just when you thought there was no hope for baby boomers, it's the Rational Boomer Podcast. Logic,
1: common sense, compassion, yeah, who knew? Now, here's Mike. We
0: are back on the Rational Boomer Podcast. Hope you're all having a great day. Uh, on this show, it's one of those special shows again. We've got a listener on the show and, uh, this listener comes to us from Ohio. His name is Roy. I actually knew Roy before I started doing the podcast or the TikTok. So we have a little bit of history. We don't know each other well. We kind of cross paths in business and such, but, uh, I've always had a fondness for this guy, and uh, for the life of me, I don't know why he's followed me <laughs> on the things I used to do and the things I currently do. But, Roy, welcome to the Rational Boomer Podcast.
1: Thank you, Mike, very much. Glad to be here.
0: And uh, I think it's fair to say that, uh, as I always talk about people listen to the Rational Boomer Podcast as like-minded people, I, uh, I've always said there is no the Rational Boomer. Rational Boomer is just the name. I am a Rational Boomer, and I tend to believe that you too, Roy, are a Rational Boomer.
1: I try. Let's put it that way.
0: <laughs> there was a time people thought that Rational Boomers were a unicorn species. <laughs> but with my TikToks and on this podcast, we are literally getting thousands of Rational Boomers. So that's that's good news. And I've I've always felt that, you know, as you get older, we did it to our parents, they did it to their parents. Once you get to be a certain age, I'm 62, you're in your 70s, people say, yeah, you don't you don't count anymore. We don't want to hear what you have to say because you're elderly. But the boomers make up a pretty sizable voting block in this country, some 70 million. So I think it's incumbent on us to actually step forward and say, we know some shit. We're going to straighten this shit out.
1: <laughs> Correct. Hopefully. Hopefully.
0: So- you reached out to me because you've been particularly annoyed. You've been listening for a long time and we've been emailing back and forth and I've read your emails. What is it at this point that's uh,
1: raising your ire? Uh, first of all, last night when Biden gave his speech, I thought that the major networks were going to carry it. And I said to my wife, what's going to be on NBC or CBS or whatever? <laughs> and I, And I turned on. Uh, NBC and they had uh, Ninja Warrior, oh, whatever wow. the hell it was. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking, well, I go to I go to ABC, it's something else, and it, it, the only ones that carried it were the cable stations, right? You know, it really was appalling to see that. You know, he had something good to say. Uh, I particularly don't care really all that much for Biden, but as you said many times, he's better than the alternative. You know, in this situation, so not showing it, and I know why because. That one's owned by Disney, one's owned by Comcast and and whatever, and uh um they're favorable to the Republicans, let's put it that way. So that got kind of shocking to me, you know.
0: Well and the thing is, I've I've said this for a while too. I think one of the bases of the problems in this country are certainly politics, certainly Republicans, but um it's the media. If anybody's divided this country, it's the media because you can go to any number of station, whether they be network or cable and get different stories. Correct. So if you only get your information from one source and everybody else gets it from different sources, there's no way to unify this country. That's why I think the media is at the, at the core of the divisiveness in this country.
1: You know, you asked an interesting question. What's on the top of my mind? I got to tell you, I voted for Trump in 2016. Okay. You son of a bitch. Yes, I did, because I thought I was sick of the Clintons. I was sick of the, sick of the Bushes. I thought, maybe, eh, he was marginal, but maybe he's you, – you've said that many times. A lot of people got conned, especially me. Yeah. You know, And for four years, my wife kept saying, you voted for Trump. You voted for Trump. My kid, you voted for Trump. I said, look, at the time, I thought it was the right thing to do. After being in office, whatever, I said, what did I do? Why did I do this? You know, But, hey – I well, I, ca-
0: I can tell you why you did it, and it should be something we note because, you know, I played with it, too. Um, It tells us that people are a- absolutely getting sick of the establishment in government. They're getting sick of being played and not being attended to like they should be while they're paying their taxes. And you saw somebody different out there, somebody that was apart from the uh from the establishment. So you rolled the dice. How yeah. bad could it be? I mean, we did that in Minnesota, too, if you remember. Remember when we when we voted in Jesse Ventura, yeah. the wrestler, as the governor? Yeah, Jesse didn't work out so good. Yeah. We should have learned a lesson. But, <laughs> you know, you were tired, whether they be Democrat or Republican, you were tired of the same old shit. And our politicians should take note of that. That's why Donald Trump got in.
1: Absolutely. You're right. When you're right, you're right.
0: So. And 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 of course, the media again lended credibility to him. If he hadn't shown up on TV, if he hadn't been a shit show and been a train wreck, and showed up every day and been good TV, he wouldn't have been seriously considered. So, it was a it was kind of a perfect storm of shit coming. Yeah, together. I found
1: I found him very amusing. You know, I found him <laughs> very amusing, and and uh, uh, I just did. I thought he ran a better campaign than Hillary Clinton. I really did. At that time, because of the media and because of his bullshit personality, and you name it, it was amusing. And and I guess that's not a good reason to elect anybody. But you're right. I I, I was sick of the same old, same old. You know what I mean? So,
0: but I, I don't I don't think people are, were as focused on politics in 2016 as they are now. That that I think is the positive thing that Donald Trump brought to this. And in fact, I said in 2016. At best, Donald Trump will destroy the Republican Party, which he has. At worst, he will destroy the whole system, which may not be a bad thing, but would run us through a lot of turmoil, which he's gave a serious effort to do. Um, But when he came into office, how long did it take you to uh, to to realize it? Oh, shit, that was a mistake.
1: Inauguration Day. (laughs) (laughs) Really? When the crowds are the biggest crowds and it's. In the world and all that cockamamie stuff, that was ridiculous. It was. I said, "Oh my God, what what did I do? You know, what did I do?" And then he treated Obama like crap, and I wasn't thrilled with Obama. Obama spent eight years doing nothing. All Obama mm. really wanted to do was shoot hoops with LeBron. That's yeah. really what that was about. He well, a, he he had oh, a chance to do something, and he didn't do anything.
0: Well, Obama had. Yeah, I, I'll agree with you on that. Obama could have done much more in his. Uh, in office but for a large period of time of course we know that Mitch McConnell and the Senate and the Republicans yeah, have done everything to block him on everything yep. and 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 it's the same thing they did with with Biden so it's hard to get as much done as you want when you've got this fucking stumbling block of people yep. that refuse to do anything for the public
1: unbelievable is the word and you know it even came out on TV last night or this morning that the Republicans want to block Biden's forgiveness of the 10 or 12, uh, 20 grand for their kids. Yeah. Uh, the student loan. They want to block it. I mean, come on, you want to block that too. I mean, yeah. give me a break here.
0: Yeah. You know? it, it's not surprising. I don't know that they'll be able to do it, but uh, um, you said you're not a fan of Biden. Biden wouldn't have been not my first really, choice you know, of president, but
1: not really, but he, he's better than, you know, obviously Trump. He was the right guy to, to fill in, trans as you said many times transitional that's what he is yeah you know? and, uh, i think he's done a decent job after he woke up right you know, he's been he was sleeping for a while but then he woke up well and- my
0: problem with him has always been is that he's too old school politics yeah uh this is a new era this is a new day and you've got to get somebody younger with a different mindset doing it the whole idea of yeah i don't want to mess with the filibuster that's yeah. fucking outdated we got to get rid of that
1: I, I don't disagree with that. There's a whole lot of things that have to be changed. You know, okay. I, I hope it happens. But at the rate I'm seeing it going, I'm not so sure. You know, it's just, uh, I don't know.
0: You're not There's so sure about what?
1: About things changing for the better so fast. They may change slowly. I hope I'm alive to see it. You know, but uh, some of this stuff has to be changed. You can't well, go on. And
0: that's one thing Obama said one time. He says, you have to understand in politics, everything takes a lot of time. You got to get the ball rolling and it takes a lot of time just by virtue of bureaucracy. Uh, But let me ask you this. We have the midterms coming up.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and, And typical knowledge was, well, Biden wins in 2020, so the Republicans will win in the midterms. From the moment Joe Biden won, I've said, don't be so sure about that. I don't think that the Republicans will do well in the midterms. What are your thoughts about
1: that? I think you're right. Because as you, as you point out, and I listen to you every day. Okay.
0: <laughs> Why I don't know, but I appreciate I it.
1: Parent you, but I'm, what have they done? What have they done constructively to get my vote? They yeah. haven't done anything. Everything's a block. Nobody votes for, for anything. If you do vote, you're, you're a traitor. Or whatever you want to call, they call them. It's insane. It, it's time to just get them out. Get them out, you know. Well,
0: and, and, and not only haven't they done anything, who? the things they have done is overturning Roe v. Wade, which they're now yeah. finding out was. Oh, that was a bad move. That's not <laughs> yeah. going to go well for for yeah. us in, in in election. And who would have ever thought? You know, seventy three percent of the people in this country support Roe v. Wade, so they overturn it, and now they're surprised that yeah. uh, they're going to have problems in the election. Jesus yeah. Christ!
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. So, but this this thing that's going on with the documents is just unbelievable to me, and it's just uh. uh This judge, this Eileen Cannon, I don't know what her story is. You know, she's a Trump appointee. So what? A lot of Trump appointees uh, knocked down a lot of those cases when they were bringing those phony cases about the election. So who knows what she's going to do? But uh, what's your thinking on that? Well,
0: you know, the thing with the documents is troubling to me because I've been hearing the Republicans saying, Ah, it's not a big deal. I mean, this is always the answer when they get in trouble. Not a big deal. It's akin to having an overdue yeah. library book. <laughs> yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? I mean, it's, it's the highest level of top secret documents you can find. And, 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 and this is their only defense. I think Donald Trump has painted himself in a corner at this point. We just found out today there was a list that, that detailed what was in these documents, uh, and there's a lot of top secret, top secret, SEI, and all of that sort of stuff. But the real troubling thing is um, top secret folders that are empty. Right. That 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 are empty. And I've heard 42. I've heard 43. I've heard 48. It doesn't matter how many there were. If there were one, it would be troubling and certainly illegal. Um, what do you think happened to that? Do you think he flushed it down the toilet, or no. put it in his in his couch, or he gave no. it away to some nefarious country?
1: Probably sold it. That's all you can think. It's it's about money with him.
0: You, you know said the that
1: thing. Times that I've said it. It's about money with this guy. He's he has no morals, no values, no nothing. Strictly about the cash. I think
0: it's about money and leverage.
1: Well, possibly.
0: You know because you know one of the things that. People forget, they know he was connected to Jeffrey Epstein, right? Yeah. And Jeffrey Epstein's whole financial kingdom was built on blackmail. Right. That's how he made his money. Now, in some reports I've seen said that Donald Trump was kind of a mentor to the younger Jeffrey Epstein. Okay. So this idea of blackmailing people or having leverage over people is probably something he's done. I mean, that's a mob tactic, and we know yeah. he, that's how he behaves.
1: Right. Right.
0: I I have to think part of it is leverage against certain people, and I think he's got a. It's it's a payback to Russia, Saudi Arabia, whoever the fuck it is. He yeah. he, he he. First off, wants to look cool, but he also wants to benefit from it somehow.
1: Correct. He uh, the Gh- Ghislaine Maxwell wouldn't flip because she was probably going to get killed in jail if she did. That's why she kept quiet took the sentence you know
0: yeah i mean that that's been the thing with donald trump people have been very strong about holding their mouth with donald trump they always they always bring up this thing and i always talk about this they always go donald trump is doing witness tampering yeah right well 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 that sounds very nice <laughs> but what we find out about this witness tampering is that people are getting death threats People are getting attacked, not only by Donald Trump's people, but by the Trump-le-fucks who follow this idiot. So it's a little more than witness tampering, and it wouldn't be surprising that we're seeing a lot of it even now with yeah. this January 6th committee. There's got to come a point, though, where people say, "Fuck it, I'm going to jail. I got to turn turn this guy in, otherwise I'm going to get fried." You yeah. can't hold on to it forever.
1: Well, that's what seems to be the case, and in, in this situation. In just my opinion, even though you've said many times, well, you know, Merrick Garland, he's very careful. It, it's time to indict Trump. Once you indict Trump, all the other people underneath him are going to start to scramble uh, to try to protect themselves. And, and that's the way I see it. And you almost have to. And you can't keep diddle-dicking around with this thing. I mean, it's got to go somewhere where he's going to get charged. And, and well, then you'll see him all flail. You, you'll see him all come running trying to protect themselves, the electors and this and that, all this phony crap. It's unbelievable. I, I, it's hard to believe.
0: And then they pull out of the mothballs in the closet, New Gingrich.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I got to tell you about Gingrich. I yeah. met him. I met him in the early eighties. Uh, I was involved in a uh, manufacturing facility in Carrollton, Georgia, and that's where he is from. And, and the guy I was involved with was his neighbor. And he brought him to the plant and introduced me to Newt Gingrich. That's when he was just first starting out in a sense, you know. And I thought he was a slime ball then. And and he hasn't changed. He's just worse. He's older and worse. But I got to tell you, he was he was a bad guy then. So that's exactly. my Newt Gingrich.
0: As far as I'm concerned, he's kind of the start of everything we're involved in now. He yep. was that guy that lied and incited things and caused problems and lied and cheated just to get his way. And that's where this Republican party or whatever you want to call it now was born in that era. And that was some time ago. Yeah. So here's a guy sitting on his laurels, probably got shit loads of money. He's got yeah. a point in history and this dumb fuck can't help himself, but get involved. And now he could get indicted in this thing.
1: You know, yeah, so they're all bad news, but you, if you notice, it's pretty quiet out of the Jim Jordans and the Marjorie Taylor Greens lately. Yeah, you know, interesting. Quiet, real quiet, you know. So Gates, all the rest of these clowns. So, well,
0: you know, I'm you know, the it. thing about it is, is it's funny. Well, we had the January sixth committee's hearings. That was the, all the all the rage, the big news, and all that stuff. And then that stopped for a month, and of course, some other even crazier shit comes out. Well, now the January 6th committee is coming back this month. Right. They're going to talk about how this was financed. And this is where the people like Ginny Jenny Thomas, uh, Newt Gingrich, the sitting members of Congress like Kosar, uh, uh like uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert, Tommy Tuberville or whatever the fuck his name is, and all these people, because they're going to be part. Of the people behind this, this is when it's going to get crazy in the January Six hearings.
1: Absolutely, they're going to start exposing them. That's the next set. You know, maybe the next one, probably the second one after they start. They'll they'll re um, recap what they've been doing the first, because everybody's got a short memory, and then they'll start exposing these people. I, I can see it coming. You know, and good television. It's good television. Good and dog. you
0: voted for him in 2016, God damn it. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. I'm being honest about it, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciate that. But you didn't do it in 2020. You knew A- better.
1: Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> scary, scary. It,
0: it is absolutely scary. Well, what do you think about this document thing? Do you think this is the end all that shuts Donald Trump down? Is this where I he
1: believe, gets caught? I believe so, yeah. I, I do. Because there's so much... There's so much evidence and they're going to spin it. You're right about overdue library book and this and that mundane. Yes. mundane. Yeah. yeah right. Okay. I think this is going to happen. And and fairly, I think fairly soon I do. And once that happens, then all hell is going to break loose and there's not going to be riots in the streets and bloodshed no. and all that no. bullshit no. that you're hearing from Lindsey Graham and all the rest of these clowns and they're clowns. Lindsey Graham's in trouble, big trouble.
0: He's in so, big trouble because they just said, Yeah, you got to testify. Now well, he's he, got to he, sit under oath.
1: Well, he's going to go appeal it again back to the. I don't like how many times can you appeal it? You know, he, if you're turned down, he's going to go back and reappeal to the 11th district that he was turned down and sent back to the judge again. You know, this I, is
0: the third time then. He went there like and yeah. he said, no, you got to testify. He 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 sent it to some other trio of judges, and they said, yeah. "Well, send it back to this guy and see what he says." <laughs> Hasn't changed, and now he's going to go back to this guy again.
1: Yeah, the well, the three of them, the just the circuit court or the whatever the Eleventh Circuit or whatever it's called, they're going well, to they, appeal it again. It's this just is insane.
0: This is just a ploy to delay time. But the fact of the matter is, is it's not going to work. All he is is buying time. He's not fixing anything. That yeah. that shows how how desperate and how he's flailing here. And and it's good to see with Lindsey Graham. He needs to be straightened out.
1: Yeah, he's a bad dude. They're all bad dudes. But uh, this this Kevin McCarthy, he's the worst to me. He's, really, <laughs> a, he's yeah. really a skunk. You know, he's just oh my god. He he had the prequel to the speech last night about how Biden's this and that and blah 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 blah. Yeah. Come on, get real here, folks. But
0: I did well, I did a TikTok about this, and the ironic thing is is that that Joe Biden goes up, he steps up, he says what he says. It's about time. Everything he said was accurate. And then we have the Republicans come up and say, oh, my God, he's so mean. He called us names. He's so divisive. We need to unify the country. And these are people that have spent six years trying to divide this country, marginalize people of color, LGBTQ people, uh, people of different religions, people of different economic levels. That's all they've done is separate them. And, And I see this as the classic behavior of a bully. They try to roll over the top of you, and then when somebody pushes back and smacks them in the snout, they claim victim, and they cry, and they weep. The important thing we have to do as Democrats and Joe Biden has to do as a president, don't get empathy for these people. We need to run them over and put them down permanently because they will rise up again. I agree with you.
1: There's just, it, you know, something growing up uh, in when Reagan was elected, I was like 27 years old. Uh, I had, I've been married twice for the first marriage. I had two kids that were two and one years old at the time. And I spent most of my day working or trying to figure out how to support the family. I didn't pay attention to politics. I, I just didn't pay attention. And for a long period of time, I didn't pay attention. Now I'm paying attention, you know. So a lot of crap has gone on between when Jimmy Carter left and he, Jimmy Carter. I don't even know why Jimmy Carter was president, but that's another story. But uh, Reagan—that was the beginning to me of the end, you know, with Reagan and the Iran-Contra and all that scandal with Oliver North and, and uh, bad. Well, bad. you know,
0: Jimmy Jimmy Carter is noted as being one of the smarter presidents, one of the more honest, decent presidents.
1: Yeah, he was,
0: and he failed. Uh, Part of it might have been dumb luck because of the cyclical economic situation. Some of it might have been because he wasn't tough enough, but it's ironic what this shows. It shows if you're an honest, decent person, you're not going to be successful as a president. That says a lot about the leaders of our country, doesn't it?
1: True. Uh, I remember 1964 when they started with the Gulf of Tonkin to justify the Vietnam war. I was in college and, and, uh, it was a phony then, you know. They used yeah. that as the, the precursor to to uh, helping beef up Vietnam and all that crap that went on. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. That was well, Lyndon Johnson.
0: Well, you talk about Lyndon Johnson. There was no greater racist thug piece of shit oh. on earth. But he was <laughs> successful in many ways.
1: Yeah, and I was. I was going to school in Texas at the time. It, wow. It was in Houston, so it's it just. I remember the day Kennedy was shot. You know, it was coming out of class. It was noon. I was with a group of guys getting a ride to where I was living. And it came on the radio about about Kennedy being shot. It was just, it was stunning. It was mind blowing, you know, even then. And you were a young pup at that time. But I mean, I remember it was very scary times. You don't know what happened.
0: You know, it's funny. It's three years. I was three years old at the time he was shot. And I do recall some things. The only thing I recall is being a little kid sitting there watching TV and watching this funeral procession. Yep. And the only reason I remember it is because on one of the horses, they had empty boots pointed the wrong way, which is some kind of symbolic thing. Right. And for whatever reason that stuck in my mind forever since the time I was three years old. And uh, it obviously had an impact on a lot of people. I've I've often said inappropriately, and given that we're on the podcast, nobody's going to give me shit about it. Somebody once asked me when Donald Trump was in the midst of his presidential campaign. They said, "What do you think we should do with Donald Trump?" <laughs> I said, I, "I think we should get him a a convertible and run him through Dealey Plaza about forty <laughs> times. See what happens."
1: It's funny. Huh? It's, it wasn't it's funny inappropriate. What it happened? You know, but it was scary. It was yeah. scary. Well.
0: Scary. I imagine it was scary, much like it was scary when we had nine eleven. I mean, because oh, oh, we didn't know what was going on.
1: Yeah, absolutely. My kids were, from this marriage, were in high school. One was in college. So we, I didn't, you know, my wife taught school for 32 years. And uh, they locked down the school and I had to run, and they locked down where the, my kids were. And it was scary stuff, you know.
0: Well, maybe that's where we connect, uh, Roy. Is that uh, my wife taught school for 32 years as well? And sure. what, what grade did your wife teach you? Teach? She taught.
1: She taught special ed. Okay. And my she, wife
0: taught taught fourth she grade. Me,
1: she keeps telling me that her brain is still fried from all that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, she my my wife is looking at doing some more subbing, and she's going, I really don't want to do it because. <laughs> Because teaching school is a lot different than it was 30 yep. years ago. Yep, you had so. support from parents. Yeah, and as, as I've said, uh, and I think your wife would probably agree with me because my wife does, um, that the source of all problems in this country can be traced back to shitty parents. And uh Donald Trump is a perfect example of that. He sure. came from shitty parents. He was a shitty parent. And all you have to do to decipher that is look at, Don Jr. and Eric, those dumb fucks. <laughs> do you think his? Do yes. you think his uh, his his family is going to get caught up in this? Do you think because they don't have the protection of being a former president, and they were in the middle of not only his business but his politics?
1: They they probably will in the in the uh, New York case, the Letitia James thing. I think I'm not sure. Well, they could be because Don Jr. was at the uh, uh, what do you call it? ellipse. Is that what they call it? Yeah. The yeah, on January sixth, he was egging them on. Who knows? I, I, who knows? They're all—they're all bad guys. They're criminals, for Christ's sake. You know what I mean? So,
0: you know, the funny thing is, these people have been criminals for years and decades.
1: Absolutely, they just maybe, got caught now.
0: Well, well, maybe we should be appreciative of Donald Trump of being so stupid and raising all <laughs> these people to the surface, so that we can deal with them as opposed to them bubbling under forever and ever.
1: You—you you may be right. We'll see, you know, we'll, we'll see. So. Yeah, it, it it it's a,
0: it's a frustrating thing. Uh, I feel kind of bad. You know, as much as Donald Trump has been a bad for this country, it's given me a whole platform for the last six years to do what I'm doing now. I did it on Facebook for years. Um, you know, we had a connection in business at one time. I even kind of did it on LinkedIn, and that pissed some people off.
1: Well, you know, I'll tell you. I was looking for you, what, a year or so ago. I hadn't heard from you. Yeah. And I tried calling and I went to voicemail, whatever. Then I went on LinkedIn and, and I saw one of your things that you recorded and you said you were having a podcast. Right. I said, what? You know, that's how I tuned into this thing. Uh, otherwise I, I might have missed a lot of your podcasts, but I, I was there pretty much at the beginning, you know, when you were doing this. So I can appreciate the progression of what's been going on. Uh, you, there were a lot of podcasts on the Ukraine Russia thing. Uh, and then it came this, and yeah. there were all kinds of stuff, you know. And you know, it's just amazing to me. This Ukraine thing, it just keeps going on and on. And the country's trashed. Let's put it that way. The country's totally trashed. It
0: you know? is. It, it's kind of yeah. like, it's kind of, it's one of two things. It's kind of like the guys who own a house and they go into foreclosure and they decide before they leave, they're just yeah. going to tear it apart.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Or-
0: or a rock star in a hotel room. They can't yeah. just leave. They got to right. leave and demolish the shit before they do. And
1: that, you know, that's who Donald Trump is. Jesus Christ. It's unbelievable. It just, I, I can't believe what's going on. I just can't. And my wife's even worse than I am about this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well I know you said you said uh are, are we going to have you and your wife on together and she said no she wants to be alone on this and I don't blame her so she's yeah, well, welcome anytime after this to uh she'll show bend up your ear.
1: I got to tell you something. <laughs> she, she's going to bend your ear and you won't get on a word edgewise once you get Oh well, maybe you will. You know, maybe <laughs> Well no, shy.
0: I I you know that's fine. I'm I'm all for it if she's willing to talk. Oh, no, she's I willing. I
1: mean, she said I, she- she said to me, "What about me? When am I going to do this?" I said, "Well, you got to make your own arrangements. What do you want from me?" You Just told send me to put me on together.
0: Just send yeah. me an email. I'll put you on. I mean, it it doesn't take much at all. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, I, my wife taught fourth grade, and yeah. she was very good at it. She was tough, but the p- kids loved her because she was tough. Uh, the The only downside to this is, for in October, it'll be thirty nine years. Uh, she's dealt with me as if I'm a fourth grader. so <laughs> I've had to deal with that for 39 years and, and I've become accustomed to it. Yeah. And now my kids have grown up and now they te- treat me like a fourth grader. And, uh, you know, yeah. you just, you just live with it. You kind of yeah. deal with it.
1: <laughs> you know, some take a deep breath and be done with it. That's all. No big yeah, deal.
0: Ab- ab- absolutely. What do you think about the damage that that, that is being done with these documents? I mean, at first, I thought it was 19 months he had these things. Now we find out it's been six years he's been distributing and stealing this stuff.
1: Um, I, I don't know. i, I, I got to be scared. Now that you really hear about it, you don't think about it until it comes out. But you're never going to know because the the Justice Department um, uh, is not going to tell you if there's any Oh, no, of
0: course not. No.
1: So who, who knows? Who knows? We could be attacked for all we know. You know, it's just. Oh, do you God. think
0: it's Do you think it's even feasible that he's had these documents for this much time, and he's done nothing with them? I I don't see that possible.
1: No, no, no. He's done something with them. You know, remember that you you pointed this out. I remember uh, on the inauguration or whatever close to it, he had those Russians in his office, right, filming them, You know, talking to these uh, these Russian guys that were KGB guys. I mean, what? That's what I said, "What, what is going on here?" You know and
0: that is troubling, and 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 he just happened to let slip some yeah. top secret information. Yeah. See, that's the thing. This was about Israel, not about us, right. and that put them in a compromised position. Yeah. In these documents, not only could it compromise us, it could compromise other countries that were our allies.
1: Well, Netanyahu was the was the prime minister at that time who loved Trump. Yeah, he loved him, and, and so. Who knows? All, he's a bad dude too, Netanyahu. So I mean, I think he—they tried to put him in jail, but I think—I I don't remember what the outcome was.
0: I, I don't either. I—I I, I didn't pay much attention to it. But the ironic thing with Donald Trump is he was buddy buddies with the autocrats like uh, yeah. Kim Jong Un, yeah. uh, Vladimir Putin, uh, the prince from Saudi Arabia. Yeah. But yeah. He, he bumped heads with our allies like Andrea Merkel and <laughs> Macron. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, that's amazing to me. Well, that's who he is. You know, now we're in a shit pot of trouble. That's all there is to it. We're in a big amount of trouble, and yeah. somehow we got to get it straightened out. I don't know how that's going to happen unless you die him. You, you, at this point, I kept saying, "Well, they'll eventually do it," but now it's so egregious and so in your face and so bad. It's bad. Let's put it that way. Bad isn't bad. Not bad isn't good. Right. Like, recording thing you know but uh not good well well the thing
0: the thing about it is is when this all first started and we didn't know as much i agreed with the, the 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 common folks that said well it's unprecedented to indict a president and 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 putting him in jail that just doesn't make any logistical sense and i kind of agreed with that but now that what we've heard I personally believe that Merrick Garland has absolutely no choice but to indict him and possibly jail him or lock him down some way because he is an absolute danger to this country. It's not that he broke a law and he needs to be punished. He needs to be shut down and taken out of the
1: equation. Absolutely right. So the sooner the better. I don't know what they, they keep dicking around.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Some people have said that they will wait till after the election, and I'm not so sure that's the case. If the threat to this country is too big, they won't necessarily wait till after the election. Although Mayor Garland is kind of like Joe Biden. He's old school politics, and they don't want to give any inference that this indictment has anything to do with politics. So they would wait till after the midterms. And I think that's fucking ridiculous. This has everything to do with politics and the security of this country.
1: That's right. That's exactly right. So who knows? We'll see what happens. What what,
0: what do you think? You think they will wait till after the election?
1: Well, you know, they did it with Kemp of Georgia. They said he didn't have to testify till after the election, you know, but he's not a, a target. He's a witness. You know, yeah. but well, it's the same thing, isn't it? He he should be able to. Take, they should bring him in, but the, the judge let him off the hook. So,
0: well, you know that's the ironic thing. They always say everybody wants to tell us, wants us to believe that nobody's above the law, and I disagree. Apparently, if you're a sitting president, you are above the law. Yeah. If you are a politician approaching an election, apparently you're above the law. So we need to qualify these comments instead of just throwing this bullshit in our face and trying to expect us to believe it.
1: Absolutely right. So we'll see what happens. I don't now, know.
0: Now, as a man of your age, you've got kids. You've got grandkids. I've always said one of the people say, why do you do this? Why why do you go on TikTok? Why do you do the podcast? And let's be honest, you and I are retired. Well, you're not retired. You're still working, right? I am. What the yeah. fuck is wrong with you?
1: Because I'm afraid okay <laughs> not to.
0: Okay, but we're at an age now where we're pretty well set. Regardless of what happens, it's not going to affect us. It's going to affect this country in the future. Yes, And so I feel is. compelled to fight because I got kids and I got grandkids. And when I die, I don't want to leave a shit show for them to have to live in for the rest of their lives.
1: Well, I have two daughters from my first marriage who are both, who are both Trump humpers, okay? No they're, shit, really? Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So that's why... You know, I see them, and we try not to talk about politics, but they were Trump. In fact, my son-in-law uh, said to me what, about a year ago, I I went up during the pandemic, I went to their home for my daughter's birthday, and he said to me, as soon as the uh, uh, election's over, the COVID will go away. I said, what are you, out of your mind? Are you out of your mind? What's wrong with you? You know, he said that to me I, 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 with a straight face, not yeah. like, you know, as soon as the election's over, COVID will be gone. I said, no, I don't think it's going to be gone. Yeah. You know, in fact, with this boost, the next booster, I'm ready to go in right now if they have it.
0: Oh, hell yeah. I got every booster. I'll get the next one. Yeah. And then people say, well, they're just putting a chip in you. Look, from the time I was in grade school, I stood in a line with all my other grade school kids and got a shot in the arm with a shotgun. My mom told me I had to do it. And guess what? I'm 62. I'm healthy. I'm fine. So those shots didn't caused me a problem yeah, and so i'm great. not worried about these either so and and through the pandemic a million people died but i didn't you didn't <laughs> thank, god. Yeah, so, thank
1: god
0: so i don't I, think...
1: know, I know a lot of people that still aren't vaccinated at all yeah so I, I don't have much to, obviously much to do with them if i do it's at a distance you know i'm not going to get close to them but uh you don't know you know and, that's and, why I, I mask out wherever i go People say you're still wearing a mask. Yeah, I'm still wearing a mask. That's that's my choice. Like your choice is not to get vaccinated, you know. So okay. that that
0: that's the thing that was always bothered me. If I wore a mask someplace and somebody was upset about it, weren't you telling me we can do anything we want with our body? We can not get vaccinated, get vaccinated. But somehow this mask incites you to come after me. Yeah, <laughs> and and. <laughs> It was funny, you know, my, my, you can attest, we having done business prior to me doing the rational boomer thing, I'm not a whole lot different than what I was in business, much to everybody's chagrin. I was kind of an in your face, try to be (laughs) no nonsense and tell people to fuck off if I wanted to.
1: I, I didn't find you to be much of a pain in the ass like some people I deal with you know
0: but well no uh, you and i got along but yeah, when it I came mean, to 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 other people i just said fuck yourself i'm not doing yeah, this I don't so this you. Th- this is a real depiction of of me uh in the rational boomer thing but um every time somebody comes up and says anything about trump and i'm standing there if my sons or my wife are there they they'll uh, <laughs> they'll hear this person say something about trump and they'll bow their heads and they go now, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> and, and some one guy said to me, why can't you just compromise? Why can't you just see my side and, and, and accept some of that? I said, because you're absolutely fucking wrong and you're a danger to this country. I'm sorry. I'm not going to acquiesce to that bullshit.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: and they don't get it. They don't fucking get it.
1: That's right. They don't get it.
0: I tell you what, let's take a quick break. We'll talk some more about the conspiracy theories and we'll talk about uh, more about the stuff that's going on because there's plenty of that shit going on. So we're going to put Roy on hold here for a second and we'll be back right after this. We are back with listener Roy on the Rational Boomer podcast. And and Roy, you brought something up before we took the break about your son-in-law and your daughter's being Trump humpers. And and, and I got to empathize with you or sympathize with you because that's got to be tough. I mean, it's tough enough having kids when they grow up, but then they have uh, husbands and or wives and, and when they are the Trump humpers and you know, you're right and you know, they're wrong, but you still got to maintain some kind of relationship with these people. That's got to be incredibly difficult.
1: Well, not only that, but my, I have four, Grown grandchildren. The youngest is nineteen, nineteen to twenty-three, and they're all Trump people, based on their parents. You yeah. know, so you know you love them and whatever, but you stay away from this conversation. That, that's all you can do. I mean, they're they're good kids, all of them. They've turned out extremely well, and uh, it's just you know my my wife can't stand them. Not the kids, but. <laughs> <laughs> because of because of the you know because of this Trump thing, she she's you know during the pandemic we I want I don't want them over here and blah, 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 you know that, even outside and finally we did we did an outside thing in the driveway you know at the height of the pandemic but right she doesn't want to go over there she doesn't want to be bothered you know the whole thing it's just uh it's a it's a situation to dance it you know you're you're on the fence. Well, I understand
0: your wife's idea of this. I mean, I have a—I told the story. I have a brother-in-law who is a Trump Humper has always been a Trump Humper. And, of course, my sister, who's married to him, apparently sides with him. I don't know. They don't get along normally anyway, but (coughs) apparently she sides with them. And we had this big kerfuffle because he was mad about the things I was putting on Facebook and such. Um And one day I was over there just dropping off some presents around Christmas, trying to be nice people. My wife had a couple of things for him and he was just waiting for me to say something, say something that would set him off. Now we're in the middle of the pandemic. Okay. Okay. And our governor is governor walls, who I think has done a, a fairly good job and, uh, (laughs) <laughs> he was saying, Well, Walls is a tyrant. He's shutting down all the businesses and uh he's making people lose money. This is tyranny. And all I said to the guy was, Well, you know, had it been handled properly at the top, and we'd done the things we needed to do, we wouldn't be in this position. And that's all I said. And then of course the explosion ensued and he was upset and he was bouncing around. He got his Trump 2020 fucking hat. And it was almost kind of funny. (laughs) And having dealt with people like that before in my life, my dad was a narcissist, a racist, and all that kind of stuff. I realized that all they really want you to do is get you to engage in the argument. So I did exactly the opposite because they don't like that. I just kind of smirked and he said, you said that evangelicals are the enemy of this country. And instead of backing down, I said, yeah, I said that. He said, well, my people are evangelicals. I said, I know. <laughs> he said, you still believe that? I go, well, you're going to change my fucking mind. I'm just looking at the actions of the group of people. Yeah, I still think they're, they're enemies of this country, but I wouldn't argue with him. And eventually we just kind of walked out and I haven't talked to him since. I haven't talked to my sister since because I can't talk to them. Uh, so it's unfortunate, but some at some point you just got to set them aside and not engage in this shit because it's pointless.
1: Yep, absolutely right. So that's the scoop there. With the you candy. think it's
0: some kind of psychosis? Cause
1: Harvey?
0: You think it's some kind of psychosis? I asked the the psychologist I had on the show recently, and uh, he kind of disagreed with me. But But the fact of the matter is if you know what's going on, If you've heard all the evidence, if you've seen all that's going on and you still support Donald Trump, there's got to be some mental illness there because logic doesn't work.
1: I I agree. One thing I want to say about your psychologist, I I love you and all that. I really do. And I love your podcast. But I got to tell you, it seemed like he was, as you say in some of your breaks, when you do the break about pimping a book or or whatever. And I thought he was pimping a book. Well, That's he was. I mean. he, he, yeah, he well, was. yeah, he was. He oh, was. Okay.
0: And I'll tell you how that happened. It's kind of interesting. I get people frequently sending, yeah, I'd like to be on the show, and they're a listener and all that stuff. And at one point, I got an email from an agent or something. He said, would you talk to this psychologist? And I go, why? It's not that kind of show. And he said, <laughs> well, just, just, just talk to him. I said, all right, fine. Fuck it. I'll talk to him. Later on I get this email from this guy about being on the show. Now I don't remember about the psychologist. As far as I know, he's a listener to the show because there's a lot of people who email me that I don't know or recognize. Correct. So so I start getting in this conversation with this guy assuming he's a listener and then I realize, oh wait a minute. This is that fucking psychologist guy. <laughs> and and so and so uh I said, "Have you ever even listened to the show?" And he said, no. And I said, before you come on the show, you're going to need to listen to a couple of shows so you know what the fuck you're getting into. So he did. And, of course, he said, I like the show, which I don't know if he did or not. Um, but at that point, I kind of felt locked in. I said, fuck it, I'll do this show. This is a podcast. I can just not run it if it's shit. And when I talked to him, he seemed kind of, uh, he, you know, he seemed like a good guy. and it, And he didn't give me the sense that he was – too full of shit um so i said fuck it i'm just gonna run it you know we'll see what happens and i did and i don't know that i'd ever do it again but um uh, because i i'm really not doing this for anybody to pimp books i'm not pimping a book or or being joe rogan and pimping powder to make you stronger or anything like <laughs> that that's not what this is about so i kind of trapped myself in that and that's why it happened but i I'm, I'm not upset that it happened. It was fine. It was a departure.
1: Yeah, true. Yeah, we have a point.
0: We're not going to do that every week.
1: <laughs> I hope not. You know. No. But, so most of your guests have been pretty good. they really.
0: <laughs> most? Most of them. I'm not going to ask you which ones you think weren't good.
1: No, don't. You know, but most of them are good. Most of them are, are entertaining. Well. That's right. You know, yeah. well, we,
0: we've got people of a like mind and and, and we've got, uh, you know, people have their opinions and sometimes they feel uh, feel like they don't have a voice. and And that was part of it. You know, one of the reasons we got where we are is because of apathy. And people said, well, I can't say anything. It's not going to do any good or whatever. So the point of the Rational Boomer was to pull together more people of a like mind and kind of give them a platform, whether they just say, I like what you said or they participate. It doesn't matter. As long as we can get this this message louder, and that's the only thing I hope to do with it. I I don't expect to get rich off of doing this.
1: I I believe you are. I I watch your. I go on Facebook and I see that you get more followers every day. Yeah. Obviously, whatever you're doing is working.
0: Yeah, it is working to a certain extent, and there's some joy in it for me to start something from zero and to see what happens because everybody kind of gave me shit about it when I started.
1: Absolutely. I have done this with businesses where I've started with zero. Yeah. everybody said, "Well, why are you doing this? You're going to fail. You're going to yeah. fail." And and didn't fail. A couple of them have been very successful. One of them was killed by the economy in 2009. I had a multi-million dollar business went down the toilet in 6 months in a different arena, a uh, food business. But uh, uh, the economy killed it. There was nothing left to sell. Nobody was offering me any product. So
0: Well, that's the, that's the thing is that this, 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 this country has gone through some ups and downs. And unfortunately, the downs generally come when there's a Republican in office. I mean, prior to Donald Trump, George W. Bush left this country in shambles when he left. I don't know. And, and as much as Obama didn't do as much as he should have, at least he helped us come back from where we were in the depths of 2008.
1: Well. That, that killed me off for a while, you know, but, uh, it was kind of a hard blow, but, uh, I got through it, you know, it's just, uh, well, and see, that's,
0: up. that. that's one of the things that people in business, you're not going to be successful in business if you fail and then just curl up in the corner and die. Right. You started over and you got something else done.
1: Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, so it isn't important to be a millionaire anymore.
0: No, It's just no. Uh,
1: Pay your bills on time. And, have a little extra to do something, and I'm good to go. You know that stay- I've,
0: se- I've said that. You know, when I was young and had more testosterone than intellect, I, uh, uh, you know, you <laughs> want to be rich, you want to be famous, you want to have all the toys and all that stuff. And now <laughs> where that I am, where I am, I'm finding out being comfortable, having some freedom, being stress free, and just being able to do the things you want to do. That's enough. That's actually pretty good
1: yes it is <laughs> yes it is so,
0: and you'll find that out when you finally retire because you're still dealing I, with some of these idiots out there and uh, they're going to
1: carry you... me out i'm not going to retire
0: you're not going to retire yeah
1: because i a i don't play golf uh yes, i don't right. feel like going to the supermarket with my wife fighting over how many cans of tuna fish we're going to buy i see <laughs> that all the time it's like <laughs> i don't need that that's for sure yeah. you know and I'm dealing with a bunch of guys I've known forever, and it's uh, it's not a it's not a heavy situation. You know, it's not like whatever like you used to do with all these guys. I got about eight, ten guys I deal with. They offer me product, I sell it, I don't sell it, and go on to the next guy. And, and I'm dealing with a couple guys. I'm involved with a couple guys who are really good guys. Uh, they pay me on time. They don't give me any crap. Too much crap. A little bit of crap, but not too much. You know, and and it's fine, you know. And people say, well, when are you going to retire? I said, I'm not going to. Why should I? I, I, It's like the guy I'm with said to me uh, many times. He says, you know, you have a high-paying hobby. That's what you're involved in, a high-paying hobby. Well, that's
0: kind of true. Having been in that business, uh, you're basically sitting in your home office or wherever you are talking to people on the phone. It might be fast and furious for a couple of hours and then nothing for the rest of the day.
1: You know the drill. That's exactly and how it is. And you
0: Everybody. can travel if you want to because the phone will get you anywhere.
1: True. Yeah, that very true. Years For years, I traveled uh, for business. Right. And I haven't traveled in many years now, and I don't miss it one bit. It was a pain in the ass, everything, you know, driving, flying, you name it. It's just not fun. It wasn't fun at the end.
0: I, uh, I like traveling now a lot. My wife and I do it a lot. Uh, my wife's like you. She can't sit still. So she got a part time job after retiring from teaching. She decided she's going to work for an airline, uh, mainly to get the free air travel. She yeah. didn't really need the money. Uh, so now my wife and I go to the airport and I got a, uh, airline and travel consultant right by me. <laughs> no, don't do that. We'll get you through this way. I got the badge for this or whatever. And yeah. so. Every time I travel now, it's easy. I got my wife with me. We go do fun stuff and fuck it. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Cool, that's cool. So cool. so as long as you can still have uh, have some joy in your life and still work, what the hell, you might as well.
1: Yeah, I have two ki- two kids from this marriage. One got married last year and is expecting next month. She just closed on a house today. And uh, so my wife was all bent out of shape that it wasn't going to be good. And, you know, I said, don't worry, it'll be fine. It's going to be fine. As sure as hell. It's fine. Yeah. You know, in fact, she just texted me while we're talking about where do I, where's the best place to go for, for doorknobs or finish finish (laughs) doorknobs. I said, I don't know. I just texted her back. I don't know. I really don't know. You know, so.
0: That's the funny thing. Your kids get to be 25, 30, 35, um, and, and and in spite of the fact they're on their own and they're doing whatever they're doing, you still get these little things where yep. oh, you know they a, just don't know.
1: Yeah, you know, I don't know. So my little daughter is forty, and she's moving in with a boyfriend that they've been going out. Looks like that's hopefully something permanent. And uh, he's got a great job, and she's got a great job, and they want to have kids. And and you know that's the way it goes. So I'm happy. You know, I'm happy that. They turned out okay. All the kids, four of them turned out okay. They're all girls, four girls.
0: Well, I think for us, the main job we have is having kids, raising the kids, and getting them out of the toughest years ever successfully and out on their own. Once you've done that, we are successes.
1: Yeah. I, I said to my youngest daughters, expecting, I said, wait, wait till your kid's about 12, 13, 14 years old. Wait. They'll give you the hard time, like it gave us, you know. But it, it's a cycle, you know, that it's going to come around. I said, Okay, now the real work's going to begin once you give birth, you know. So,
0: we, I was just thinking about my uh, my granddaughter, she's two years old, right? And she is just a pistol, which her mom and dad aren't, and she's more like me. Which will be the bane of their life dealing with a little kid that's got no 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 filter, no yep. fears, nothing. Right. And I was thinking about when she gets a little older and she can understand it. I'm gonna set her down and I'm gonna say, Now when you're with grandma and grandpa, there's gonna be some rules. Rule number one, no fucking rules.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Rule number, number two, we're only gonna have fun. Rule number three whatever happens at Grandma and grandpa's house stays at Grandma and yep. grandpa's house yep. absolutely because we don't want any of us to get in trouble you got uh, it. I, I plan to spoil her as much as I possibly can and 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 give her some joy because she gives me and and her, or her brother who is my step-grandson incredible amounts of joy that's that's my focus these days as far as things that make me happy and those little guys uh are amazing yep. I I I've asked people, I said, is it wrong of me to like my grandkids better than I like my own kids? And everybody says, no, that's just the way it goes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) You know, it's just uh, just thinking about kids. And the main job is protecting your kids. Growing up, you're protecting them. And you're protecting them. They're they're always going to be your kids. Right. But how many people do you know that don't talk to their parents or the kids don't talk or the parents don't talk to the kids or it's. It's mind blowing to me, you know. It's just mind blowing that there's all this animosity in a lot of families, and everybody's dysfunctional. We're we're no uh, Brady Bunch here, you know, but uh, we've had our share of dysfunction, but somehow we got through it. So,
0: Well, well, one of the things that upsets my wife, there's two things that upset my wife when we go out to dinner. If she sees an older person eating alone. She almost gets weepy about it. Oh, they have nobody to eat dinner with. And I said, honey, listen, when you're away and I go out to dinner by myself, I fucking love it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry about this guy. And besides, you don't know this guy. This guy might have been a dick in an earlier era. But the thing that really bothers her when she, when we sit down and there's a, a couple or a couple and a couple of kids. Nobody's talking, and they're all on their phones. That yeah. bothers her yeah. immensely. Yeah. And I think communication is something we're lacking these days. It's too easy to just detect somebody. There's no interpersonal skills.
1: Absolutely right. That's exactly right. So so any, every time we're trying to celebrate birthdays and and uh, anniversaries, and, you know, so I'll pick up the tab, big deal. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's but fun. Not- but yeah. nowadays,
0: your brother or sister has a uh, has a, a birthday and you text him a meme, and that's it
1: yeah, no. that's not enough i'm I'm an orphan, parents are gone and my I have had one sister six years older, died young, and uh I'm an orphan, you know so
0: yeah. but i
1: I'm, I'm trying to raise my kids better than my mother and father raised me, and it wasn't so terrible, you know but what's the point? I'm trying to be better than they were
0: yeah you you want to raise your kids to be better than you, and yeah. hopefully they will take the same tact and raise their kids to be better than them and then maybe we can get some yeah, decency exactly, back in this country
1: that's exactly right so
0: now now there's a lot of talk about and i i have said what i think joe biden's what's he seventy eight seventy nine yeah maybe he's gonna be eighty um He'll be 82 when 2024 comes along. I'm convinced, regardless of where his polls are at, he's not going to run. I don't no. know why he would. No. Have no. you thought about who would be a good Democratic candidate?
1: No, I haven't at the moment because I don't know yet. I don't know yet. Um, I, I don't know. I'm I'm at a loss right now. If what, I what, would,
0: if I was what, to pick a front runner right now, it would probably be. Uh, Gavin Newsom from California. He's the one that's out there the loudest and doing some shit and sticking it to the Republicans. He's young. He's a good looking guy. True. He might be the likely prospect. But you got to wonder if there isn't going to be some kickback about Kamala. Uh,
1: she's she's a weak vice president, I think. But you talk about Newsom. He was married to Kim- Kimberly Guilfoyle.
0: Yeah, yeah, no shit. And yeah. you know what else? What what else is ironic? She was married to Kimberly Guilfoyle. He is also Nancy Pelosi's nephew.
1: Correct, right.
0: What a fucking contrast, huh?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I, you I, may be right. You may be right at the moment. I don't I, know. Who step I, I, up.
0: I always make, whenever I see Kimberly Guilfoyle, and I've said this on the podcast before, and it's wildly inappropriate and maybe insensitive. But every time I see that woman, on TV, it reminds me of a song. I think it was Aerosmith.
1: Dude looks like a lady. Yeah, she's she's scary. She's, she's a harsh-looking bitch. Yeah, but scary. She's scary. Yeah. She. she, she
0: you know, yeah. I I wonder about these people that they just seem to latch on to something that they think is a. Uh, a lightning bolt, and they think they're going to win from this. But in the end, they're all going to die a thousand deaths because they're going to be tainted by this stuff for a lifetime. Absolutely.
1: Well, they paid her sixty grand to go to that rally before January 6th. They, oof, God almighty. It's a, Talk about a scam. That's a great gig.
0: Now, Donald Trump's got about four investigations going on. He's got New York, he's got georgia he's got something in dc he's got the january 6th committee and he's got a grand jury for the january 6th insurrection which one do you think is going to hit him first because one of them is
1: i thought it was going to be georgia but i believe it's going to be this this uh, document crap i believe that's gonna take precedent over georgia and georgia's a slam dunk with a phone call yeah, when he when I heard that for the first time, I couldn't believe anybody could be so dumb as to let it be recorded. Yeah, where's his head for God's sakes? Well, he's
0: very arrogant. He thinks he can talk himself out of any situation. But what we're seeing in the last several months is every time he opens his mouth, every time he does something, he just implicates himself deeper.
1: It is just mind blowing to me. If you and I were doing some of the stuff he we did, we'd be. We'd be missing. We'd be gone. (laughs) We wouldn't be on trial. We'd just be missing. Nobody could find us. Right.
0: Right. And, and, and part of me wonders if that isn't a risk. I mean, I know he's protected by the secret service, but you know, they took out JFK for God knows what Um, it could have been Lee Harvey Oswald. It could have been the CIA. It could have been the mob. It could have been Cuba. It could have been anybody, but Jeff, whatever JFK did was minuscule compared to what Donald Trump has done. you got to think that there are some pissed off people, even in the Republican Party, watching him destroy the party. That's possible.
1: That's possible. But you and I would be hung by now. Absolutely. Like gallows, like uh, Mike Pence. Yeah. You know, Hang Mike Pence. <laughs> there,
0: there, there is there is a uh, young black men that get caught with two joints that are in jail longer yeah. than, than, uh, um, than, uh, Alan Weisselberg is going to go to jail yeah. for well, defrauding the government.
1: We'll, we'll see how he testifies. You know, if well, they told him if he lies, he's going to go for what, 15 years.
0: Right. If he he's lies, he's gonna, years or
1: 15 years, whatever.
0: If he tells the truth, he's out in five months, maybe a hundred days. If he lies or doesn't talk, he could be in there for 15 years. Well,
1: He must have some good stuff then. Well,
0: and and here's the wonderful thing guy can't plead the fifth because he's already been convicted. Right. Right. There's nothing to plead the fifth over. So um, I think when they say he's not going to testify against Donald Trump, that's just a cover. He's got to testify against Donald Trump because, you know, if they say, was Donald Trump part of the organization and part of the decision making to do this? Okay, so he's got two options not say anything, he can't plead the fifth. If he right. doesn't say anything or he lies about it, he's going to jail for 15 years. So he's going to have to say something against Donald Trump.
1: True. Absolutely right.
0: But so, Donald I, Trump is so fucking dumb, he's saying, good, Weisselberg's not going to talk about me. <laughs>
1: so, you, know, you know, today, you know, when it came out that the, uh, um, they made a deal with Trump's people about the financial records. with this Right, man. right. I don't know. What what did Trump get out of this thing? What does his side get out of it? I mean, what, what do they get? They made a deal. What's the deal?
0: I was thinking that, too. You know, I, in fact, I did a TikTok about it. I'm thinking they have tried to hold these financial documents for years, and they've been fairly successful at it. How did they cut this deal? It'd be interesting to find out what the deal is. Yeah. I mean, did they put pressure on these financial people that they're going to get indicted if not? If they don't do something or have they decided that, look, (laughs) it's a fucking mess out there. This is the least of his problems. We might as well let it go. And at least we won't get in too much trouble with Donald because he's dealing with this other shit.
1: That's possible. But I'd like to know what the deal was, that quote unquote deal. We made a deal. What's the deal? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You and I made deals all the time with other people. And uh, you understood how the deal worked. We don't understand how this deal worked. I have no clue. You know, it's funny. People have said, well, what do you care about his taxes? What does it matter? It matters a lot. It's going to tell us a lot about what's going on now. If he got money, like I suspect from Russia, from Saudi Arabia, from North Korea or whoever, it would explain very clearly why he's had these secret meetings, why he's taken these documents, why he asked about foreign assets. He's obviously using that as a payback or leverage with those folks. So we got to know what it is, and I think it's going to be fucking ugly.
1: Well, here's my question. On the tax return, how are they going to know if it Does yeah. it explain where the money came from or not?
0: I don't I, know. I don't... I don't know. But you know, you know what Donald Trump's most concerned about in this? It isn't about the ties to Russia or Saudi Arabia. It will expose the fact that Donald Trump... Oh isn't yep. worth as much. You know, it's it's like, you know, when they showed that picture and his people were saying, well, that's not real. Donald Trump didn't leave it laying around the floor. <laughs> well, of course he didn't. The FBI put it out there to take the pictures. All yeah. they were concerned about, Donald Trump's not sloppy.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. He's, can, got, he's got top this, like, secret what?
0: documents, but at least he's
1: not a pig about it. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, my God. Unbelievable. So I mean,
0: that's one of the things that I, I that that I I've most been concerned about with Donald Trump. Um, he, when he was in office, they're saying, ah, oh, he's playing 3D chess. He's doing this. He's doing that. There is no thought process with Donald Trump. He just spews whatever comes in his head. He's not an intelligent man. He's not an articulate man. He is dumber than most people in politics. He's dumber than most people in life. True. It's just that he had—he came from a family with a lot of money, and he got credibility because he had this money and this Correct. position. Oh, he but he's
1: dumb himself. as fuck. He promoted himself well on television and this and that. The Apprentice, you're fired, and all that crap. Ridiculous. I, I think I saw that show one time. Yeah. It was, it was annoying when I saw it the one time. That was it. But- yeah.
0: Well, we, you know what Donald Trump did when you say promotion, he did something akin to a, I don't know, a WWE wrestler. You know, it yeah. wasn't political, it wasn't serious, it was just fucking show.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely right. And,
0: well, and, but go ahead. And, and well, what's ironic is is now they're saying. You know the Kevin McCarthy's are saying this is just a show trial, so Donald Trump doesn't get elected in twenty twenty four. Let me tell you something; he ain't even running in twenty twenty four. He's not going to have that option.
1: No, no, absolutely not. So you're it, right. It's it's
0: it's funny when we first heard about him taking these documents, we all said, "Oh, he uh, is going to get." get it for the presidential records act. And I thought that would be the easy one for them to convict him on because it's a pretty minimal jail time that they could suspend a hundred thousand dollar fine. The key was he could never run for office, but then we find out that it's way worse than that way worse. And I think it's even worse than we know. Now I have a feeling the DOJ has some sense of what he did with it. And once that's exposed, it's fucking over.
1: Yep. That's why I think the indictment will come fairly soon. They they can't keep playing around with this thing. It's just ridiculous. So.
0: It's it's going to be interesting to see what, what happens when they indict him. Are they going to let him um, turn himself in? And will no. he?
1: No, they'll go get him. Yeah, and They it.
0: absolutely should, because you can't trust the guy.
1: Well, if they take his passports, where the hell is he going to go? <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, even if he has his passports, where the hell is he going to go? It's not like the former president of the United States, the treasonous in charge, can fucking hide anywhere.
1: <laughs> True, but he'll he'll ugh, scary. This is, is scary stuff.
0: It is scary, and and of course, you know, Russia's playing into in into everything by saying, "Oh yeah, we saw all that stuff. We got that." <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Thanks
0: for the help, Vlad. <laughs>
1: Yeah. That's not right.
0: helping Donnie Trump. I think I think the Russians are pretty much done with Donald Trump. They like him because he was a useful idiot. See, that's that's the difference. People say he's an asset and I think he is an asset for Russia and anybody who would be willing to pay him. He would be an asset for anyone, but he's more a useful idiot than he is an actual secret agent. I don't I don't see him having the
1: intelligence for that. Secret. He's no secret agent. You <laughs> know what? secret agent that's that's giving him a compliment for god's sakes you know so
0: you know i'm hoping that with joe biden in office and whoever comes up in 2024 will give us back some legitimacy and credibility because the damage he's done to this country is something we're going to have to try to repair for decades it's yep. going to take a long time
1: absolutely right but so uh, well all i can tell you is this sarah palin she got knocked off which of course she's claiming that it's rigged (laughs) yeah everybody that loses is rigged that's the the war cry now can't uh you know
0: well that's uh, what joe biden said he said these MAGA people either they win or it's fraud if they lose and that's just childish
1: Uh, i'll tell you a quick story about uh trump and his endorsements uh in ohio he had um a couple people kissing his ass trying to get the endorsement for Senate, you know, to run for the Senate. And one of them was, was the former treasurer of the state of Ohio, Josh Mandel. Josh right. Mandel did everything in his power to to kiss Donald Trump's ass, okay? He was commercialist. He's for God and country and blah, blah, MAGA, shmaga, whatever the hell he did. And then when it came time, and then he got into a, a debate with J.D. Vance, Near the end of, you know, before the big endorsement announcement. And he pushed them. He pushed JD Vance. They got into a shoving match. Or really? Something like Physically? Yeah. yeah. Wow. And then, then Trump came to, to whatever and endorsed JD Vance and said that Josh Mandel was too extreme. <laughs> he was too <laughs> extreme for him. I, what? You know? Well, it's and,
0: interesting you bring this up. You're in Ohio, and Ohio's in a very important state in presidential elections. And it sounds like you got some crazy shit going there because oh, as much God. as Josh Mandel is a shitty fucking candidate, the J.D. Vance ain't much better.
1: Well, the DeWine, the governor, during the pandemic, he was on television every day at 2 o'clock Eastern time telling about the, the state of the state and, you know, what's going on. And he had this gal who was the health director of the state of Ohio named Amy Acton was her name. And so she was, you know – she was giving her take on it after he went through uh, the questions and took questions from reporters on Zoom or whatever. And, and she came out and said that basically certain things had to be done to try to squelch the pandemic. Well, you know what happened? She had armed protesters outside her home, not only because of that, because she's of the Jewish faith. So oh, they, yeah. they were she felt threatened. She resigned. You know, she resigned. And and I don't blame her. Who who would need that kind of stuff? People are going to shoot her because she said certain things that that you know made sense. So that's scary stuff. And Dewine didn't do anything to really back her up.
0: Well, people people have said to me, they said, uh, um, "You should run for office," which is a horrible idea. I'd be a horrible yeah. politician because I don't listen to shit. I'm not diplomatic. But if I was a politician and I talk the way I talk. I'd be walking through protest every fucking day. Absolutely. (laughs) They would definitely not like me, and I'm retired. I I don't want any of that bullshit. So one of the important things you've got, one of the races you've got in Ohio is Tim Ryan versus J.D. Vance for the Senate. Now, I didn't know much about Tim Ryan until Donald Trump came into office, and I've seen him speak a number of times, and I've been pretty impressed with his his oratory uh, uh, ability. And, and J.D. Vance has just been kind of a no-show to the campaign. There is no way in Ohio that Tim Ryan, under normal circumstance, would beat any Republican candidate. But it sounds like he's doing a hell of a job now.
1: Well, well he did one thing, though, that really upset me, Tim Ryan. He, okay. he came out against the forgiveness of the 10000 or $20,000 student loans. He came out against it. Yeah. Why would you do that? I mean it made no sense to me. He probably yeah.
0: figured that it was, was not a big deal and he'd maybe get some of the Republicans on his side. I mean it's Poss- all
1: Yeah. Possibly right.
0: These people say things that they don't necessarily believe, but they say things that they think they're gonna get votes from or money or or whatever. Uh-huh. And that, and that's the sad thing about the state of politics.
1: I, I agree with you one hundred percent. So
0: People always say to me, well, you're just a libtard Democrat. And I (laughs) keep telling them I'm not a Democrat because I don't trust either party. It's just a matter of that. The Republicans are a fucking dumpster fire and we got to put it out. And the only way we can do it at this point is the Democrats. And what I'm afraid of with the Democrats is that if they get the power that I expect they'll get in the midterms, then they'll back way down. They won't be as aggressive about getting stuff for the American public, because they don't have to. I hope that's not the case, but that's kind of been how they've been over the years.
1: You're probably right. You, you we'll see. And I'm, no, I'm not a Democrat or a Republican. I'm an independent. So I'm trying to sort out who the best person is. And uh, this J.D. Vance scares the hell out of me with his hillbilly elegy crap. Yeah. You know, it was a shitty book to begin with. It was so. a shitty
0: book, a shitty movie, and this guy is an arrogant piece of shit. He got lucky on one book, and and uh, I I, it sounds like he's really not present in the campaign in Ohio. Oh, yeah. Is that true?
1: Yeah, that's correct. Uh, he's just not, not in it. You know, he's far away, and he's hoping that because Trump endorsed him, he's going to gain. And he's, he possibly could. You know, these morons, that this, the Jim Jordan types in the state of Ohio, will maybe elect him. So Jim
0: Jordan isn't your representative, is he? No,
1: no not at all.
0: This fucking guy has done nothing while he's been in Congress, literally nothing.
1: He's just a big mouth. And when he was at Ohio State, he was assistant, you know, the wrestling coach with all that abuse, and he didn't report it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's amazing to me. How is it possible? You know your state better than anybody because I don't know anything about Ohio. How is it possible that somebody um, like Jim Jordan gets elected in Ohio? How, How does that happen?
1: Because he's in a, a county, a smaller county that's basically all a rural all Republican county. So you could run Jesus Christ against him and he'd win. Really? Yeah, I mean that's just the way it is. Champaign. I think it's Champaign County. It's north wait, north, West Ohio but maybe an hour from Columbus which okay. is the center of the state. So
0: if he's part of this insurrection thing, it could conceivably be expelled from Congress. That's a real thing. If they were involved in the insurrection, that could happen. So I'm guessing whoever they come up with to replace him probably isn't any better?
1: No, probably not. Wow. Probably
0: not. That's a sad state of affairs. It is. So. Uh, all right. All right, Roy. We're running out of time here. I appreciate you coming by and talking. I love talking to the listeners. I've talked to you many times on the phone. So to do this show is, uh, is a pleasure for me. So I appreciate you taking the time to talk.
1: Well, thank you very much for having me. I, I enjoyed it. Friday, I, Year, Labor Day, you know,
0: no problem. <laughs> What's going and on? and I, 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 I'm, I'm looking, uh, uh, I'm looking forward to talking to the brains of your outfit, your wife. So tell her to send me that email. We'll yeah, get it set up.
1: I will. She's, in fact, she's right here. So he wants you to send them an email, she so can be on. We'll he get you on. on. Huh? We'll
0: get you on. I, I get tired of listening to myself. It's always nice when somebody else comes on. You know, that's, that's a funny thing. People say, well, I listen to it every day. And I'm thinking to myself, I wouldn't listen to me every fucking day. I just wouldn't. <laughs> It would bore the hell out of me. Anyway, Roy, thank you very much. I hope you have a great day. And the listeners, uh, you have a great day. And we will talk to you again tomorrow.
1: Thanks for listening to the Rational Boomer podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We'll see you next time.